Having traveled to seven different countries in the past six months, one question I am constantly asked is how do you afford that? People always tell me they would love to travel but don't have the money. Well, my friends, today is your lucky day because not being able to afford vacations is no longer an excuse. No, I'm not a trust fund or a sugar baby. I just use World Packers, and now you can too. World Packers is the safest community for travel and volunteering. With World Packers, I can explore, collaborate, and make an impact going virtually anywhere for basically nothing. All I do is type in a location and browse listings. With homestays and hostels to social causes or animal care, I choose my interests and apply to a variety of hosts. You can even read reviews and hear other World Packers experiences to determine if it's a good fit. Just enter your desired dates and apply. It's quick, simple, and saves tons of cash so that you could put the money you'd have spent on accommodation and food towards your flight. World Packers has been an awesome way for me to make connections, meet new people, go on endless adventures, and learn about myself. I used it to stay one month in Albania, and who knows where I'm heading next. Try it yourself, create an account, and use code Coletti to save $10 today. That's C-O-L-L-E-T-T-I to take $10 off today. World Packers, where will you go next? Hey everyone, welcome to my podcast. It's Lauren. Thank you for listening. If you're new, I appreciate you tuning in. And if you are a regular listener, I know I've kind of been MIA for several weeks. <laughs> Honestly, my life has just been like so busy and I really wanted to prioritize today sitting down and making this because I've been meaning to for quite some time now, but life just gets in the way. So I wanted to make a short, simple and sweet episode on growth. And there's a funny quote that says something like along the lines of every day feels the same, but when you look back, it's as if everything is different. I'm probably butchering that, but it's so true how every day we kind of feel, or at least I'll speak personally, like monotonous. You wake up, you go to your nine to five, or you're in this routine and you kind of know what to expect and you're just living day to day, going through the motions. And sometimes it can feel really stagnating or stuck or just even boring, plain unstimulating, right? But then when we look back on our lives a month, six months, a year, five years ago, it's completely different. And that's the beauty of life. And I have been on this personal development, spiritual journey for, I want to say, essentially nearly half of my life. Kind of was forced to through having an extensive traumatic upbringing and things like that leads you to a deeper purpose I think but I was a little nervous going into this so a week ago today I landed in Barcelona Spain my favorite country in the world well one of them (laughs) besides Italy and Albania but Spain is my home it's where I'm meant to live I believe And so a week ago, I moved here, and for the next year, at least, I'll be in Spain, hopefully indefinitely, but we'll see where life takes me. I'm trying to keep an open mind. And I was really afraid because if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know the 
trauma that I had gone through this last year. I was in love with someone from Rome and he just completely broke my heart, said he was never in love with me, emotionally unavailable. And then it was like a string of repetition compulsion, which I'm actually doing my dissertation on. But I would be attracted to these men who were really avoidant or narcissistic or rejected me in some way, shape or form that after in June, when I had one of the most triggering experiences of my life where I felt so unwanted sexually, I was assaulted and it was just too much. So in June, I said, when I get home to New York, I'm taking dating and boys off the table because I think I have an addiction, a love addiction or something along those lines to attention from men or sex and things like that. So for the last six months, I hadn't dated, hooked up, talked to anyone. And I was really nervous because when I'm back home in America, it's really easy because I don't like American men. (laughs) That sounds so terrible, but like, I don't, I'm not interested in marrying or dating a man from America. Like I, at this point, I only want European men, women, whatever. So it was really easy to not be tempted because I wanted to do my own thing. I wanted to focus on myself and I knew I was being called to grow inside and heal my heart. And I felt like I had done a lot of work. I was in EMDR, not being on the apps or being distracted by any potential suitors really gave me a lot of time to dig inward. And then I get here <laughs> and I'm, I take one look around. I'm like, fuck, like the, the women are so gorgeous. The men are like beautiful. What am I going to do? And so last night I went out with these friends that I made really, really grateful that I made friends. I knew that I will, would, it's really easy for me to manifest kind of meeting people, which I was calling in. It was on my manifestation list and I just met the coolest people. We have the best group here. And last night we go out to this bar club. And I mean, the people here are just so hot. And I ended up talking to one guy and with me, I don't like the apps at all. Anytime I've ever really met someone substantial or long-term, it's been organically in person. That's just how I prefer it. But I ended up talking to this one guy and he was Brazilian and honestly, like one of the sexiest men I have ever met in my entire life. Like his nose, his lips, his just like perfect, his accent, his voice. It was really sweet and funny too. And there was just a vibe. And my friend said there was a lot of chemistry. And so I did kiss him, but there came a point in the night where we were dancing and we were drinking and he essentially invited me back to a hotel that he said he would get for us. And like, obviously, you know what that means, sex. So I have been celibate since June. And I talked a lot about this in my previous episode with the health struggles I've been going through, a lot of sacral and root chakra things going on, my pelvic floor dysfunction and all this shit and all these infections in my reproductive areas. (laughs) TMI, I'm sorry. So Hooking up with someone, first of all, I made a rule to myself that I don't do one night stands anymore 
because I'm really trying to recognize my self-worth and I think I deserve a lot more than feeling used. And personally, I'm at a point in my life right now where casual sex does nothing for me. It does more harm than good, especially as someone that has a long past of sexual violence. Um, I find that it just never ends well, right, for me personally. And I'm at a place, I'm 29, I would really like to find my person, a long-term relationship that's serious, that's committed. And from my track record, I know that anytime I've slept with someone too quickly, which could be one night, it could be a week, it could be a month, it always ends the same. And so here was this just the prettiest man I've ever met. Like the kissing was so good. I honestly wanted to jump his bones. I was so sexually attracted to him physically, mentally, all of it. And I felt like when I was looking in his eyes, I'm like, this is someone that if I sleep with, I'm going to fall in love with him. And I cannot do that right now because he was in the military. He was in like the Brazilian Navy, which is really badass, but he was traveling. So he was leaving for Holland in three hours and it would be a one and done thing. I'd never see him again. And so that's not what I want. Sure, if circumstances were different, you know, I'd maybe go out on dates with him and then sleep with him down the line. But given the situation, it was just a no in my body. And it was really tempting. And I took a moment, right? Because he asked me, do you want to or do you not want to? I said, let me get back to you. And so this is the point I'm trying to make about today's episode is these moments where the work we've been putting in finally pays off. So the old me would have felt bad, would have wanted to people please, would have felt guilty for saying no, and would have wanted this random stranger's approval. And so by wanting him to accept me and feel wanted and pretty, I would have just given him what he wanted, even though it meant abandoning my own needs. And so I took a moment away from him I took a breath, I consulted with my girlfriends, and I thought, is this what I want? And I said, no. I mean, maybe it's what I want egotistically, but deep down in my heart and my soul and my intuition, I know that going home with this guy would be betraying myself. And it was really hard because I knew in that moment that when I don't give this person what they want, there is a chance that they will reject me or be upset about it or I'll feel discarded and he'll just walk away and not want to talk to me anymore, which is like kind of what ended up happening actually. So it was just pure 100% confirmation that I made the right choice. But I said, I don't care if I hurt people's feelings anymore. Of course, not in a cruel way, but I've been working on being selfish intentionally and in a mindful, conscious way. And I said no to him. And I'm really happy about my decision because I know six months ago when I was in that low place when my self-esteem was just through the floor, it was so bad because I had been beaten down really badly and my self-image was just terrible. I just 
was fishing for crumbs from anyone that would look my way. And I so desperately wanted to feel loved at the end of the day, but I didn't feel that way. And the work that I've been doing the last six months after my decision last night, which sounds like it wasn't a life or death kind of thing. It sounds really, oh, that's not that big of a deal. But looking back, it was a big deal for me because I chose myself. And that's really hard for people to do, especially when you've had identity crises and issues with your self-concept or you've been battling with your confidence. It could be really We can be quick to put other people before ourselves because we want to feel connected in hopes that we'll belong. But really, that's not authentic. That's not kind to yourself. And it's not doing anybody any favors either. The people pleasing is fake. And I'm sure people don't do that with, oh, I'm trying to be fake on purpose. But subconsciously, it is not the truth and we heal through transparency we heal through being our real selves even if that means that we let others down but I didn't disappoint myself last night I was disappointed sure I felt like oh this sucks like why do I have to meet someone I haven't liked someone in a long time and I feel like there was just those butterflies and things like that but Here's the thing. If we have a dynamic that hasn't served us, we have to investigate the pattern. And my pattern is moving really quickly, falling in love super easily, and then getting my heart broken. And I really didn't want that for myself again, because I know that when the time is right, when it's meant to be, things will fall into place and it won't have to be like me trying to climb through a jungle gym, you know? So for you... I want you to think back on a habit or something that you're looking to improve or work on yourself. It could really be anything. It could be making your bed every day and daily just taking one small or big step to get you closer to that goal. And for me, this was doing my self-care activities, prioritizing my mental health. But the caveat is it's really great to have awareness, but insight is only the first step. And that's why I always suggest working with a coach or a counselor to hold you accountable because we will not change. Things will not be different on the 3D physical plane unless we take action that aligns with what we intend for ourselves. So really proud of myself. And I also encourage you to kind of celebrate those little wins. Maybe it's your... I don't know, you're working on feeling better about yourself. So instead of insulting yourself, you notice when you're criticizing yourself or you have that urge to have a self-defeating thought and just taking note of it and maybe correcting it. And instead of insulting yourself five times a day, this week you insulted yourself only four. I know it sounds so minuscule, but these little moments are the times that really matter when we can look back and we say, wow. I've transformed as a person so much in the last six months. In one year, this was going on and now it doesn't even matter. It's not even important anymore. And it's not the finish line that counts. It's not the beginning or the end. It's what is in the middle that really matters and metamorphosizes us along the way. So 
that's all I'm gonna say. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you resonated with it, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. I'm back on Lauren M. Coletti. Also, my new book, Born with a Broken Heart, is available. I'm going to post a blog today and kind of update my website. It's been a while and I really do miss it. I'm just trying to find this balance of this new life. It's a huge transition that I'm going through and I'm just sorting through a lot of things and trying to be patient and enjoy it and stay in the moment while I find that middle ground. So please share, like, rate, subscribe, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.